Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to this week's episode where Meg ushers in the new world order. You're just saying that because I've been using AI. It's true. You've facilitated a lot of things that the conservatives and the uh, conspiracy theorists are not so pleased with. They're afraid of AI? Of course we are. (laughs) (laughs) AI is awesome. Uh Uh-huh. It really is. There's That's exactly a ton of applications. What she for it said before using. she got murdered at summer camp in the eighties. Oh, I thought you were going to say, but murdered by the robots or the computers or something. They would have. They just weren't around yet. Okay. <laughs> other than the Terminator. I mean, the computers were around. It's just that you know they took up so much space. It was kind of clunky and cumbersome. They didn't for committing murder. Have functional joints, not joints as in. Weed. Ooh, smoking a doobie. <laughs> oh, aren't you dating yourself? Yes. Um, can I make an observation? I it's look a- like hammered poo-poo. Well, no, you don't. Okay. You look tired. But I'm tired. Nobody likes to hear they look tired. Trust me, ask me how I know. You look you look tired, you look at yourself in the mirror and like, you look tired, you idiot. I did look tired after I pulled an un- invited all-nighter with Nico the other night. Oh, it was invited. He invited it. Yeah. He caught a little bit of the old uh, painful virus of the tummy, GI virus, they call it. The the puker. Yeah, except it was only one puke and a lot of crying. And yeah. to the point I thought that he might have appendicitis. He should... might have gone swimming and caught an amoeba. That's what I was thinking, except I knew that hadn't happened. But the level of pain he's experiencing, I was Googling most of the night, can four-year-olds get appendicitis? Can four-year-olds now, die from complaining? Now, the good news is that he didn't have appendicitis. The bad news is four-year-olds can get appendicitis, but it's like yeah. in less than 5% of all appendicitis cases. He's always been a more than 5 percenter. 
That's for sure. The observation I was going to make is not related to that child, but to the one on the opposite end of the age spectrum in our family. The older, the elder. She is right now and has been for a while playing Sims, except Mm -hmm. not really. Except to my observation of it, trapped in the character creation. Yes, I see very little playing of Sims World and most mostly character creation. Now it looks fun, but also tedious. Her, She's also created herself. Yeah, she has. And her Sims character smiled really big when I said that. That was kind of creepy. The computers are listening to us. AI sure. is better than our children. Did you ever? <laughs> <laughs> what if we could just plug a little AI chip into our kids? We, I think we have. We oh. just gave them the wrong program. Oh, that explains so much. It's tricky that way. Um, Did you ever get into playing The Sims? No. Well, once. Really? Once. I, and this was back in dial-up days oh, of they internet had it back connectivity. Then? I, th- I feel like so. Well, I had dial-up long after it was cool, and I'd gone hours, hours. I'd gone to great lengths to get everything downloaded, get it up and running, and it wa- it wasn't a tremendously smooth program at that point. And I was trying to live by the rules. And they were like, I just woke up. You need to take a shower. And so I was like, okay. And so I go and have my little character take a shower. Yeah. I was, I didn't really want to see him naked, but I did. And then as soon as I got out of the shower, it was like, you need to take a poop. And so I did. And then it was like, oh, you're dirty and filthy. Who poops after a shower? And I was like, you know what? Screw this. (laughs) I got, I've got, it's absolutely true. So I've got enough pressure in my life. I don't need a game shaming me for taking a poop in the, in between showers and calling me a a filthy, nasty, idiot bastard. That's that's literally, they said it in computer code, zeros and ones. That you know how to read code. So you were involuntarily read that code. It's part of my my Russian sleeper agent programming. Okay, cool. Um, I have never played The Sims, but that's no surprise to anybody. My, the, you live it. Why would you play? <laughs> the greatest heartbreak in the lives of each of our four older children is that I just am not a gamer. The twins, especially Mac, have pleaded with me to be like a gamer mom. Yeah. I'm just, I don't know. I am not, I'm not, well, my you don't, brain isn't made for the video game. You don't so much air quotes, love your children. <sighs> I do. What does that have to do with anything? The air quotes? No, the loving your children part. Well, you'd you'd find a way to game for your children if you loved them. <laughs> Is that right? That, that's what all the parenting books say, okay. including <laughs> one written, co-authored by a potential guest on my show today. Oh. Is this my show or is yeah, it your show? Your I don't show. even know. You just like to offer it to me because it's not that popular. That's not true. You like to do this. Don't deny it. I like to talk to you, and it's one of the few ways I can get you cornered for an hour. Okay. That's patently false. Mm, okay. Um. Well, we have a it's few topics. It's a deep top- subject, as my dad always said, mm-hmm. referencing Wells. Yep. Yeah. We've got a few topics. We do. On the list of topics. Do you know, do you know that 70, 72 years ago mm. in the great state that I'll never be able to pronounce, Oregon, Oregon. There you go. You got it the first time. Oregon. Oregon. Oregons. That the good people. Oregon. The, the organs of the state. The Oregonians. Oregonians. 
they were told, nay, you may not pump your own gas. 72 years ago. Oh, wow. That was in the 50s. However math works, I don't know. I'll trust you. I know that because my dad's 73 and he was born in 1950, so I just was able Fair to enough. lock in the So it was 51, and to be precise. Yeah. Or give or take a few months, right? Little little fluff around the edges. A little quibble there, here and there. They were told, you may not pump your own gas. And for some reason, maybe because they didn't want to, they just took that. They were like, okay. They weren't like, hey, big government, bad. I mean, like, I feel like in the 50s didn't, Weren't all gas stations full service? Nay. Is that true? I thought that in the 50s, if you went to a service station, it was the full service. They pumped your gas. They cleaned your windshield. They, they, they could. They off your oil. They could. Washed your window. Did you say that already? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Also washed your window in case you didn't say that already. Yeah. Um, they could. And many places did. But it wasn't like, oh, no, you can't do it yourself. It wasn't. It wasn't that abrupt. Yeah. But then, yeah, the the organs of yesteryear said. Oregonians. I like both. You've distracted me. Where was I? The or, Oregonians of yesteryear yeah, they were, were like, okay, that's right. fine, that's cool. All right. Cool. I don't like personal rights, and so they just gave it up. No, they like they love personal service. It's well, okay. luxury. That's the only justification I can bring in. But they've spent now all these years. And now, now this law is being lifted from the shoulders of the oppressed. Okay. There's a lot of commentary on really? the interwebs, on the the social meds, as you like to call them. Mixed feelings. Oh, okay. Some people are thrilled. Some people are both thrilled and terrified. I was going to say maybe scared because they've never done this before. Right. Like, what if? What if I turn the nozzle around on my face and I'm smoking a cig? And I burst into flames. Yeah. What then, government? What then? The people of Oregon have a lot to learn about gas station safety. Don't ever smoke at the pump. Well, listen, come to a redneck state. There's a way to do it well, and you can observe and watch it done. You know, you're really not even supposed to be on your phone while you're at the pump. Which is completely urban myth. Now, it is a. there are signs up. There are signs up. Many places, they're like, don't use your phone. Be sure to discharge static electricity from your human body before you touch the pump. There's all kinds of crazy Yeah, they're just trying to help us not set our faces Except on Except that there's no data to support that these are actually problems. Well, I do know of one person personally who personally who personally. blew themselves up no, and no, burned no, no. to death they didn't blow themselves up but they know somebody who heard a story no. from a friend about a pet no that belonged to someone that was no. smoking no and somebody said gasoline and they pooped maybe that has happened i don't know of anyone that That's that has happened to but i do know they per personally i know a person who was pumping gas and a static shock ignited the it, well you can shake your head mm -hmm. if you want to but that is a true fact of a thing that it happened. ignited what it ignited a, a fire fear? a fear in their heart no a fire mm -mm. well it's really not worth arguing about but that is a true fact nope so, not even well, remotely going to accept that okay i will leave it to the universe to bring you the truth of that the universe is my truth okay good. and we're friends i'm glad so
take your story and universally universe it. Karma is a cat sitting in your lap because he loves you? Uh -uh. No. Purring in your lap. Nope. Okay. You must not know Karma that well. I know the Taylor Swift song, Karma. I know that one really well. Okay. And? That's what I was reciting to you. Okay, and? Therefore, I know that part of it. You know the song. I unfortunately know more than I would like to about karma and how hard it is to shake off. Mm-hmm. Hey, shake it off. Shake it off. Yeah. Like a wrecking ball. Yes. Wait, I'm crossing artists. Crossing the streams. Yeah. Of you never, never cross the streams. Yeah. That's what Ghostbusters taught me. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, or the Organians are going to have an experience. As as we listen right now, anyone you know from that great part of the the longitude and latitude of the U.S. Mm-hmm. know that there's a lot of feels. Yeah, there's a lot of things going on. There's a lot of people doing things they've never done before. It's scary. It's scary. But it's also sometimes you got to push through the fear to get to the freedom. On sometimes the other side. you just want to go fund me account for your pumping gas for anything. Oh, okay. I think I'm going to start a GoFundMe. Okay. What you should not do is put your public beliefs about whether or not you can start a fire at the gas pump out. Oh, I will. I'll inspire all the true generous givers to be like, yeah, I always knew that was bullshit. (laughs) Let's, Let's pay this guy. He seems right. He seems trustworthy. I met him on the internet. I've never met him. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Well. I posted, uh. Two days ago, as the people are listening, because of how time cycles mm-hmm. work and things, saying, hey, we're we're less than 24 hours from recording the next episode. Does anybody have just burning desire questions besides, like, how tall is Kyle really and what is the ratio of his height to his width? That one, I have too much pride to answer. Okay. I'm actually wider than I am tall. It's a little bit of a circus freak thing. No, but I do think that your actual height is 5'9". Just big boned, okay? Okay, 5'9". It's not that I'm fat shaming myself. I'm big boned. Okay, are you 5'9"? I don't know. Well, then how can you answer anybody that question? Maybe I said I don't know because you're touching on a sensitive topic. Okay, well, let's move right along. What other questions did the Awesome Todayers put in? Well, somebody asked what, what have been, what's been your summer drinks? Pellegrino. That's water. That's not a that's not a drink like they were asking. You know, but I do think we've never addressed the fact that we sort of ghosted our Topo Chico addiction. Well, you know why? Tell me. Because they were all like, We can't be consistent in production. Well, that's true. And it is still increasingly and incredibly hard to find it at Sam's. We mostly buy our bottled drinks. Mm-hmm. I did see some at Costco the other day, and I almost got some. But then I was like, "Well, I don't know. Do we even like Topo Chico anymore?" We'll always, we'll always like them. But then it's like, why would I support someone that that's not here for me when I need you? Yeah, thanks, Coca Cola Bottling Company. It's, it's true. It's um, true. I have drank. We both have drank a lot of San Pellegrino this summer. That's not yeah. very exciting. 
Oh, it's exciting, but it's not what the question was about. Okay. What's your summer drink? Unfortunately, we have not been very adventurous. Why is that unfortunate? Because I feel like- Does every day need to be an adventure? No, certainly not. But I feel like in the past, we've done like a summer of this, you know, where we would have- as we have this summer. Yeah, but we haven't really dressed it up or been fancy about it. Well, maybe you haven't. I dress up daily. I can't remember the last time I wore normal clothes. Or clothing. You have clothes on right now, and they're normal. I didn't say clothing, period. Just normal clothes or normal clothing. I feel like you've got normal clothes on. T-shirt and shorts. Then who cut the ass out of these shorts? (laughs) Was that you? Yes. You're trying to... Uh Mm. You're a sick person. Trying to have a little more adventure in our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, we've drank rum this summer. It's been a summer it's, of rum. It's been another summer of rum. Yeah, it's not the first time that's happened. And it won't be the last. Yeah. I mean, adventures adventure up to a point, but then at some at some point you got to be like, yeah, but I, I like a thing. And I'm so sorry. Goodness. There will be of, no editing. That's for all of you. I'm having some kind of allergy event. I did take my Zyrtec today. It's an event. It's an event. My body has rejected the Zyrtec. Oh, my gosh. You know what? You took it as a suppository. No wonder it didn't work. <laughs> that's not how Zyrtec works. No, but this is the Sam's brand Zyrtec. Oh. Which it said was the same active ingredient as Zyrtec. But it's called Members Tech. <laughs> Apparently, my body knows the difference between generic mm-hmm. and name brand and is rejecting the Sam's brand Zyrtec. I am having like my eyes won't stop watering, my nose, I'm sneezing. It's a problem. And I think I think it's the Sam's brand Zyrtec. Okay. Well, I guess they're never going to sponsor us now. <laughs> why did, why would you were we're supposed to say local warehouse clubs yeah, brand local membership warehouse club yeah i am having an actual like a t- allergy attack so i think you're inspiring it i think you oh are creating it maybe yeah i am creating it in my body that's what that's what allergies are when your body creates an, a, an attack against the histamines. Okay, so you're blaming it on a third party. I'm blaming it on my own body, but my body is just simply doing separated. what bodies do, which is to to fight back against the histamines. You normally, normally, I just want to point out, normally, you are the one that follows the script of the show, and it's my job to take us off course. Yeah. I feel quite disheveled yeah. in that you won't stay on task. Okay, sorry. So I can't even distract and take us anywhere. Blame it on the members tech. <laughs> <laughs> members tech? Yeah, Zer tech, except members tech. Oh, okay, yeah. I, Sam's tech. You were t- yeah. Let's go with members tech. You were, but tech made me think of other things. Okay. I don't know. That's for another time, maybe, maybe not. Maybe I'm just wasting airtime and everybody is blacked out and had car accidents or jogging accidents, walking accidents, whatever it is they do when they listen. Let's get back on track. So the the Organians are pumping their own gas. We have summer drinks. What have what it's been rum this summer? What's your personal preference? Just like I don't want to think about anything. I just want to pour something and and have a a drink. A rumagrino. Rumagrino. Explain. <laughs> it's a it's poured over ice. Okay. It's a little white rum and some San Pellegrino and a splash of wine. A splash. 
Okay. Yeah, that's it. That's my that's no it. Thinking. And you're primarily just I want the white rum. I want yeah. I don't the white I'm not dog. Not messing around with anybody else. Uh, any other variety? Okay. Of rum. I enjoy the drink that you did just describe, mm-hmm. and have many times this summer. I also. I'm still a fan of the rock gut brown rum. Okay. And by rock it's gut, not like, what they call it. What brand are you thinking? Uh, Bacardi. Okay. Yes. It's the staple of cheap rums for all old people that can't find a way to care anymore and college kids who don't have any money. Absolutely true on both accounts. And anywhere in between. What's a good rum, though? Like if you were going top shelf. Is it Kirk and Sweeney? Yes, it is. Kirk and Sweeney. It's a it's a brown. It's got some aging on it. It's wow. It's delightful. There's a whole flavor palette there. There's grasses and sugar cane flavors and things. It's it's quite good. It is. Good. You don't want to mix that with anything. Get the get the cheap crap to yeah, like mix the with stuff. If you wanted to mix it in your like frozen drinks, we don't. Really it's you, you could you could. That's like it's a good mixer. Yeah. You can mix it in your Diet Coke. If it's you- primarily I – mean, I don't think anybody's like, oh, I drink that straight or neat or on the rock, except for us. We do. With a little Pellegrino or, in my case, sink water. Yeah, and it's fine if it's the kitchen sink, the bathroom sink. I'm not really particular. I just don't want it to be hot water. So when you're doing mm-hmm. dishes at the sink yeah. and I need some water, I'll go to the bathroom sink because I don't want that hot water from the dishes. Well, I guess if you don't want the hot water, then that means you can also not choose hose water, which would be the true No, no, cocktail. no. You can. It's hot, though. You just have to be responsible and you got to let the water run for a little bit. You can't just go straight in. Or you'll scald your drink. Yeah. Your throat, whatever it is you're putting it on, and you may get some insects in there because they love – everybody yeah. knows this. The insects love to climb up in the hose. Well, sure they do. I need to look something up, so hang Okay. On. Well, I'm going to move on to the next question. No, it's really fast. What are some rum cocktails if you were going to do that? Rum tails? Uh, that sounded stupid. Edit that out. Okay. I believe okay. you did. And we're moving on. Okay. Well, here's one. Rum cocktail. Here's one. It's pretty famous. It's called a Dark and Stormy. Okay. And it is ginger beer, your least favorite. Remember you hate I hate ginger, ginger beer. Okay. Yeah. So ginger- well, not everything. You're a ginger and I don't hate you. You hate ginger, uh, actual ginger, like the root. I don't hate it. I don't want it in my drinks, though. Okay. All right. Well, it's ginger beer and dark rum, and that's it. It's a dark and stormy. Okay. Now, also, you could go for- It feels lazy. Well, hey, we're talking lazy, bro. This is the time to well, talk about Well, you didn't predicate the conversation with that I think, criteria. I think, I'm sorry. I, th- I think it's somewhat self-evident if we're talking summer drinks. You want something lazy, like a rum uh-huh. <laughs> for example. <laughs> I just tilt the old bottle back and chug a luggin'. Okay, there we go. So there's also a rum swizzle. Is that got Twizzlers in it? Um, it should if it doesn't. It's <laughs> ooh, it's both. It's both rums: dark rum, white rum. Okay. Orange juice, pineapple juice. No. Grenadine and Angostura bitters. Angostura. Angostura? Is that how you say it? I don't know. I get confused on that because there's a cigar thing, Aganorsa. Oh, maybe it's the same thing, but close. I doubt it because it has to do with the cigar plants. Okay. It's possible, but is I it doubt it. Is it spelled like that? 
No, there's no T. Okay. Okay. There is in yours. There's not in the one I'm referencing. Okay. I'm going to tell you a few more. Okay. Just hang on. You could also make a rum runner. Okay. This is. That's got X lax and rum. (laughs) Yeah. Yep, that feels that. right. It feels like a thing you do when you're feeling spicy. <laughs> you know what I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how it got its name. No, it is spiced rum, white rum, creme de banana liqueur. Yeah, okay. This is all fancy. This isn't easy. Blackberry liqueur. You got to buy five bottles to have one drink. Orange juice, pineapple juice, lime juice, and grenadine. It has a distinctly tropical taste. Here's the thing we did. According to this recipe. And I'm jumping ahead in the notes. Okay. But this is easy. This is super easy in comparison to everything you just said. Yeah. Super easy. Go go to your local grocer. This is a last resort. Yeah. Go to the local grocer. Buy a bag of frozen berries. Okay. If you have fresh berries or fruit, even better. Yeah. Cut them up. Freeze them, though. Yeah. Use them as your ice. Fill your cup completely full of that garbage yeah. and then fill in the gaps with the rum. Okay. I like it. We you, you do like it. I've made it for you a few times. We usually have frozen blueberries. Or the, the berry medley. Okay. Speaking of our oldest daughter, which we were not because we were talking about She's a booze hound. She's down here. She informed me the other day that apparently it's quote unquote not normal to take frozen blueberries out of your freezer and heat them up and just like eat them or put them on something as a topping. Says who? Her friends are making fun of her for that. Jeez. I said it's the most normal thing in the world to do. It's natural. It's perfectly natural. It's perfectly natural. Um, okay. Listen, here's what we could have been making all summer. Do her friend's parents only shop at Whole Foods or maybe something? Maybe so. Maybe that's what it is. We live <laughs> in the wrong place. They're like, they're like, who even buys frozen blueberries? You must have fresh. In you can freeze them? How, what you, an atrocity. If you're going to get frozen blueberries, the Costco brand frozen blueberries are the warehouse, The local warehouse club brand. Yeah. They don't sponsor us yet. Um. Here's what we could have been drinking all summer. A classic daiquiri. You know why? Because it's classic. Yeah, and it only has three ingredients. It's and it's rum, lime juice, and simple syrup. Okay. Okay. And then the last one everyone knows, and they've probably been screaming at their phone the whole time, is a classic pina colada. So you've got your frozen pineapple, ice, aged rum, cream of aged coconut, rum. yeah, pineapple juice, and lime juice. These, that's all – it's all too much. It's all too complex for me. I feel like it needs to be things that are – I don't I don't want to have to go have a special shopping list. Let me ask you one more question. You can ask me all to, the questions. Going back to the daiquiri. Okay. Simple syrup. Is it preferable to make your own simple syrup, which is just water and sugar boiled down into a syrup? Right. Or buy a – Pre-packaged, oh, pre-made in the bottle, like from your I'm shifting into store. nerddom. Are you ready? I'm ready. This is why I'm asking you. I want a legit answer. I was not ready to be this serious on this episode. When you make simple syrup, effectively, when you boil water and dissolve sugar and do things and all of that, there is a there's a molecular change. That goes on with the sugar. Yeah. In very simple terms, this is why when you're done making it, it doesn't recrystallize in the water. You've altered yeah. its its whole thing, right? Right. In the distilling world, 
especially the not major distillers of the world, but people that are out there illegally doing it on their own, which we don't do. I'd never do something illegal. I've never done this. I've thought about it a lot, but I haven't done it. Yeah. Um, there's an awful lot of stuff where people are like trying to make some kind of a whiskey, a bourbon, a thing. Yeah. But there is there is quite a bit of complexity into building the right mash bill or whatever you want to call it of grains and different things. And you don't have you don't have enough sugar in there for the yeast to get to a high enough concentration or rather the the yeasts eat the sugar and they poop alcohol. Right. You don't have enough sugar for them to poop enough alcohol to make it worth your time to run hours, hours, run your still and get a thing out. And so you would add sugar, but there's a big difference in just adding sugar and mixing it up versus going the extra leg of effectively creating a simple syrup and then adding it in that way. It's easy. It does take some time. And ultimately, the answer to your original question would be you have to decide for yourself what your time is worth. Okay. What you would rather be doing or could be doing or anything else. And yes. you you solve that whole mathematical problem. And that's what would let you decide, do I just buy simple syrup at the store or should I make like a giant 10-gallon jug of it and keep it in the fridge? Interesting. It tastes – simple syrup tastes better in anything than just plain sugar. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because yes. of that. Yeah. Change it's because of chemistry. Mm -hmm. Yes, thank you, yeah. Mister and Mrs. Chemist, for having your chemistry babies. <laughs> okay, all right. Or for adopting chemistry babies. Yeah. Either way, that's a long answer to what we've been drinking yeah, this summer. I lost track. I don't know where I'm at. I've had. I've been super lazy. And it's primarily well, – it's been back and forth between white and brown rum ice and some good old tap water. Okay. That's about it. Good old OKC tap. I've not felt very adventurous. Yeah. Right. That's what I'm saying. Outside of making for you the berries with the rum and then um, – I'm jumping all over in the notes and that's okay. Awesome Shell had referenced that I think as we record – I didn't look it up to be specific. It's either as we record or as you're listening. That's a 48-hour window of – 24-hour window of operation. Yeah. That it's like National Root Beer Float Day. Mm. I'm going to tell you a secret about root beer floats. Put booze in it. Put booze in it. But especially bourbon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bourbon, a good, a good vanilla bean ice cream – and some root beer. If now, if alcohol is not your thing, yeah, don't panic. You can do a you can do a bourbon reduction sauce. Ooh, mm -hmm. that's going to burn out all the alcohol. Is You're that gonna... just literally taking bourbon and cooking it down on the stove yeah. until it's a syrup? Yeah. Okay, but then you won't. It says it's not boozy. No, all the booze burns out. You can even, if you want to get fancy, you can flambe it and burn the booze out. Oh. Just make sure that the next piece of permanently attached hardware in your home, like cabinets and things, are far enough above. You probably need a good 18 to 24 inches or you're going to singe the edges of the woodwork. Okay. Don't ask me how I, I know. Say, you speak from experience? Yeah. Okay. I do. But that's, you ultimately are wanting those, those deep bourbon flavors. You're not doing this to get 
trashed. Hopefully, I mean, if you're gonna, if your effort is to get trashed, you're not wasting your time with mixers and things, and you just right. drink directly yeah. from the bottle unashamedly. Well, drink it neat out of the bottle. That's yeah, to me, even the extra advised. step of the cup <laughs> is like pretending like you're not here for a singular purpose. Right, 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 right. Just drink it out of the bottle. Okay, at least a shot or two, and then do the old uh, drinky poo thing. That's uh. Trailer Park Boys. You should watch that if you have a great Canadian show. Yeah. The the proposition of the drinky poo. Mm-hmm. His his goal was you you get to the appropriate level that you're trying to reach, mm-hmm. and then you time out each additional sip. Yeah. Afterwards, because you don't want to go further, you just want to maintain. I appreciate the science. I don't like that show, and I anti-recommend it. Well, that's so your you choice. It, so it's, it's a hilarious show. Neutral. It's a hilarious show. It stresses me out. If that stresses you out more than the garbage that I often come in and see you watching as you bite your fingernails and freak out, then I don't know. Number one, how dare you? <laughs> how dare you reveal Number- the truth to people? Number two, what do you ever even see me watching? Please do tell me. I don't feel like you really want to go down this path okay. on mic. Number three. Because you cannot readily punch me in ribs or neck meats yeah. as we discuss it. Number- Not on mic. Number three. Now, right now, I could bite my nails, except I hardly have any, but mostly I've got my fakies on. Well, not right now. Mostly I do. And I said not mostly, right now. Mostly right now? No, not right now. I need to put a new fresh set on. You I love the fake popped. nails. I love them. I love them. They're great because you can take them off when it's time to go to Fight Club. Exactly. And that's one of the – flexible that way. One of the things that Edward Norton revealed about Fight Club is it was the reason to cut your fingernails. Ooh. Is that true? Yeah. Okay. Well – what feel free feel that? free to go watch the movie and try to argue. Well, let's go ahead and knock this last one out that was about um, cocktails. Do you have any? Well, let's just cap off that last thing and say, hey, oh. root beer, ice cream, delicious. Add either bourbon or bourbon reduction. It will change your whole perspective on the root beer float. Yes. Agreed. Hard agree. Now, somebody, maybe it was even show. Asked about cocktail and junk food pairings. I think it was Shell. I cannot remember. I'll give her credit if somebody's like, no, that was me. Feel free to speak up. You've already joined the group. Yeah. So you didn't have to go to that effort. Right. I made a lot of weird hand motions as yeah, I said I that. I have seen that. that it was, was a, very aggressive uh-huh. cycling of the hands. Yes. There was a whole dance routine. Happening. So, yeah. Do you have a booze and a junk food that you like together? Or is it just like I like all junk food and most booze? <laughs> Honestly, yes. But I will tell you, one junk food that I have found pairs with most anything you're drinking, non-alcoholic or otherwise. I know what you're going to say, but go ahead. The elote corn chips from Trader Joe's. I guessed wrong. I was going to say pita chips. Oh, yeah. That is junk food. Anybody that's been lying to themselves, it's still junk food. I did get a Costco-sized bag of pita chips. A a warehouse, local warehouse store-sized bag. You no you wonder, AI right now. no wonder this show isn't monetized yet. You will just give away the ads for free. Exactly. Who will buy the cow if they get the milk for free? You wish you had AI so you could go in and edit every time I say Sam's or Costco. <laughs> yes, but preferably in a strange voice that doesn't sound like yours. Yeah. Local warehouse club. Something that just dubs over. That'd be delightful. Um, 
Anyway, those pita chips are almost gone. They're they're a hot commodity around here. Uh, well, especially in your hands. I've watched you primarily destroy the bag. They're good. They're very addictive. Almost as addictive as the elote corn chips from Trader Joe's. They're tasty. They're Casey tasty. Casey had to turn around and smile because they're her favorite snack too. I know because you buy them quote unquote for me and then I get like three – Three little finger thumb pinchfuls of crumbs from the bottom of the bag because somebody eats them all. Is that true, Daisy? She's smirking and shaking her head vigorously. Noah, she smiles. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I feel like we're not humans. We're androids. We're not maybe elegant enough to have put together any interesting cocktail well, and junk food pairings. But we're redneck enough, and we didn't try this, but I'll promise you it's good. Take your bourbon root beer float and dip french fries in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you could dip french fries in a lot of things and discover good lord deliciousness. You know what my favorite thing is? If I'm going to dip a french fry. Is it really favorite, or are you just saying that for effect? If I'm going to dip a french fry into a beverage. A chocolate milkshake? A chocolate shake from Brahms. From Bra- what about the Wendy's Frosty? Those are good. We just don't have any Wendy's nearby to How indulge in that you? very often. So I'm saying Brahms. There's literally one shake. in the backyard. I just built it. Oh, okay. That explains the uptick in traffic. Yes. Yes. Um. Okay. What else? What else? Um, there's there there was more than one request for you to reveal, and you don't have to do it audibly. Just put it in the notes if it's easier. But what is the recipe for the legendary chocolate cake? And separately, but in conjunction, what is the recipe for the icing? Okay. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra. And I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Do you want to try to puke all that out now or put it in the notes, speak to one? This is kind of a convoluted story. Okay. The chocolate cake I make is the recipe your mother gave me. Which she got from her mother. Yes. And I have since. It's a multi generational cake. I have since lost that recipe. I have it memorized. But it's hard to just sit here and like so you have tell to all the ingredients. Make one and then just like kind of in psychotic mode b- blunder out the out loud the a cup of stuff. Okay. Say the recipe as you go. Yeah. Well, I'll record that. That'll be a whole episode. Hold, hold please listen. Um, I wasn't listening to what you're saying. I know <laughs> you were. I'm trying weren't. to think about how to say this. I could tell by the look in your eyes. There eye. is there is a similar recipe 
on tasteofhome.com. Oh, geez. Who wants this? Nobody wants the similar recipe. They want the one. No, what I'm trying to say is I think what I can do is go and put it in the show notes, the link to the similar recipe, and then put the adjustments in the notes. Of Why what wouldn't you, you just do. put the recipe? You're like killing I guess I six birds with one stone for one person, and they're only hungry to eat one bird. Okay, I guess I could do that. Just type it up. Yeah. From my memory. You think? I think so. The the frosting, you can go one of two directions. You can go a lot of directions, but everybody wants to go the one direction. Why do you get so shifty about this cake? Because I feel guilty because I don't have – I used to have it on my old sort of crunchy blog, but that domain name has since expired. So now I can't just reference Ooh. people to it. Listen, if somebody comes out of the crusty verse and is like, that's not what you said back then, I'll burn their house down. That's not – for legal purposes, Kyle's making a joke right now. <laughs> am I? Yes. Why am I holding a box of matches? Easy strike matches. At the gas pump. There At the we gas go. pump yes. with a cell phone and a cig. Now, what I like to do for the – That's cigarette in layman's terms. Yes, for the frosting. But it, when you p- apply it hot to the cake, it turns it into a glaze. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's a stick of butter. It's four tablespoons of cocoa. Okay. Mix that together. Then you add like – Ghirardelli or Hershey's? I always use Hershey's. Ghirardelli is delicious. I don't think you need to invest in the Ghirardelli. Hershey's is but perfectly fine. But if you fine. can, why wouldn't you? I mean, I guess you could. Then So you mix that up and then you start adding powdered sugar to taste. And then I like to throw in a little heavy whipping cream towards the end to just to kind of get it to just the right consistency. What is that? How do you describe the right consistency? To me, the right consistency is it's going to be pretty thick and frosting-like because you, like if you want to apply it in the way Buttercream thick? Yeah. Wow. Like buttercream thick. And then you apply it. It's a lot of sugar. Spread it on while that cake is hot out of the oven. That's the a cake will absorb it phrase. into- It drinks it in. Yes. And so you're left with a little bit of- a chocolate glaze across the top, and it totally enhances the glycemic response of your body to the amount of sugar that's in this cake, because there's even more sugar when you do the frosting that way. Sure, yeah. Okay, that's a lot. Now, seriously, don't be a butthole. Write down the recipe. Put it in the notes. People have been asking, and I'm tired of defending you. I am the man who will fight for your honor, but oh. only up to a point. Only in Karate Kid 2. Um, no, I would go all the way to Karate Kid 3, but you still have to play your part. Do you see how I lobbed up that uh, that softball of a segue for you? To Karate Kid 3? That's not in the notes. To best and worst movie trilogies. Okay, okay. Well, what's what's a what's a best, what's a worst, or just what's a thing you like and you don't like? Sometimes best and worst feels a little bit challenging. Just what's a thing you like and don't like? I'm I feel pressed in this moment to think of a trilogy that I really liked. Holy, now, holy shit in a handbag. <laughs> Good, great with gravel. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I think that the original three episodes of Star Wars were a great trilogy. Thank you. That was my number one. The true Star Wars was the first three. Okay. Everything after that was garbage. Is that right? Garbage, if you're French. Yes. Okay. Um, I do I, – I, that comes to mind for me. Now, 
a bunch of other stuff comes to mind, like Karate Kid and Back to the Future. They didn't – There, I don't feel like there were three Back to the Futures that were solid. One and two is like, okay, and then three this was like, problem. what the hell? I, this is the problem. I feel like that you can say that about a lot of trilogies, that they've got a great one for the first one, and then they're like, oh, let's come back. Let's do a sequel. Sequels – are good, sometimes even better than the first one. But then when they push into the territory of having the third, that's when it's like, y'all shouldn't have done this. You okay. Know? You okay. should have left it good at two. So what comes to mind for you for a good one? Well, one, just or as that. a sidestep, I'll share a story. When I was a child, like a gigantic nerd, and I'm not ashamed of this, I read voraciously. and. As I was forced to interact with adults, which I didn't want to do, but, you know, sometimes you do things you don't want to do. They'd ask you, oh, what have you been up to? What have you been doing? How's the weather? That kind of standard fare. But I never knew it was a surface-level question and always felt like I had to provide an answer. Oh. Because I'm a literal person. Yes, you are very literal. That's cute. And I remember I'd been reading a trilogy of books by – C.S. Lewis. Oh, of course. As a child, because I was quite advanced or because I was sheltered and forced to read things that no child wants to read. I don't know. I can't remember the name of the the trilogy. It's not Lion, Witch, in the Wardrobe. That's not a trilogy. That's a quintilogy. I don't know. Okay. Um, Whatever it was, it was another work of his, but it was a trilogy. But I didn't know, just like most of us don't, when we're reading and we come across a word and we don't know what it is, we can figure out by reading contextual clues what it means. And this was before the internet. Before the internet. Well, I told them I was reading such and such triology. And they laughed at me like I was an imbecile. And so I've I've always had a special... Sting in my heart over trilogy as a word. Was it the space trilogy? Yes. Okay. It's a great trilogy. I don't believe it's movies, but it's a great trilogy and yes. worth worth reading. It's also a fantastic trilogy. I do believe that there is an entire realm of TikTok where people discuss and work through words that as avid readers as kids, mm-hmm. they only knew how to pronounce one way. Yeah. And – I don't feel like this is terribly different than your favorite song that you've missed saying the lyrics to repeatedly because it sounded like something else. Yeah. It's a similar concept. Right, 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 right. I'm you blacked think. out? Where, I'm, I'm what thinking, happened? Okay, I, I as, an, as a full-grown adult, mm-hmm. read the Harry Potter series. I'm a grown-ass woman. Yep. That's how rednecks say it. I read Harry Potter as a grown adult. I did not watch any of the movies. It's not a trilogy. No. Or trilogy. It's but this is related because of course one of the lead characters in is Harry Potter. He's is, a wizard. Yeah. Also Hermione Granger. Mm-hmm. But my, my She's also a wizard. American dialect brain. She's a witch technically. Mm, give um, or take. Could not figure out what that name was. So for the entirety of all of those books, from beginning to end, in my mind as I'm reading it, I pronounced it Hermione. Okay. So okay. you can imagine my shock and delight in in watching the movies for the first time. I was like, "Oh, Hermione, Hermione." Okay, I get it. I don't know. It just that's one of the big ones that has stuck out in my head. Okay. And I, again, I was an adult. How about I really emphasize that? <laughs> yes. 
you you'd like to insist that you are an adult. Are any of us really? I don't know. How about uh, if if it's challenging to pinpoint? Goodness, that's, that's you the need least of it. you need another unnamed uh-huh. warehouse stores brand of knockoff Zyrtec. Apparently, I do. If if movie trilogies are challenging, can you think of a series? That you loved the first three seasons oh, yeah. of, and then things went awry. Are you asking this with an answer in mind? Because you know I have an answer ready. Well, I don't have an answer in mind. No, I was just truly trying to engage with you. True blood. So you think the first three? The first three seasons of that are some okay. of the best, craziest, wild ass, off the rails television ever made. Okay. So good. Such interesting writing, fantastic. How fast did the guillotine fall in season four? It was directly after season three. It was with the start of season four, which I can't 100% hate because that is the season where Eric Northman has the the brain Mm -hmm. injury, sort of. How do vampires have brain injuries? I don't know. Well, yeah. Uh, That was funny, but that was not a good season. And it was all downhill after season three. Okay. Some might say Lost is another example of this. I personally How dare you? am a Lost defender. I do understand that those three, four, and five seasons, are they're kind of bad, but then I feel like it redeems itself with the last season. I can't stop. I'm, I know. I know. You're, you're flowing. Factory. You're flowing. Um, I know that that's a controversial opinion and a very hot take, but I loved the last season of Lost. I love it more. So you didn't care about in between three and the last season. The problem is those those seasons are freaking messy. Yeah. They're wild, but not in a fun way. So is life. Yeah. I'm going to have to go get a tissue. Oh, good Lord. Now I have to entertain the people for possibly hours on end. It, I don't think it will take that long. Hurry up. I, I've got a loose plan. Hurry up. I, don't tell me what to do. Everyone should know by now I don't like to be told what to do. Mostly. Sometimes I like it. But anyway, um, yes. So back all the way back to the cake, the icing, the things in this little portion of the conversation. Awesome Dawn, who is awesome. She may be the only awesome male person that exists. Maybe there's two and we just haven't met the other, but she's pretty awesome. Um, She had referenced a coffee icing that she makes. And I was so delighted by the ease, the the simplicity, because most of us just kind of want a good thing now and without that much work most of the time. We're willing to do the work if it's required, but we want the easy thing now. And so she took – I'm assuming it was just like a, a little Betty Crocker-sized tub of vanilla cream pre-made icing. I could be wrong. Maybe she'll correct us in the group if I'm wrong. But uh, added one tablespoon of instant coffee, two tablespoons of water, mixed all that up, it, it, and it was a delight. And I'm insistent that we will try this, um, especially because it sounds so easy. Although, do we? you're back now. Do we still have a hand mixer? Yeah, we sure do. Do we? It's called your hand or my hand. There's no nope. electronics involved. We've got a good old-fashioned hand mixer. Okay. It'll mix up. It'll whip up whatever you're whipping. Now we're going to sidebar. 
because I don't I called it a hand mixer because I feel like I've been corrected as an adult. When I was a kid, that's what we called a blender. Are you serious? Yeah, that's I don't weird. know why. I don't know why. I don't know either. That's weird though. And I don't know what we called a blender proper because they're two very different things. Wait, tell me the story of somebody <laughs> <laughs> you pulling out a hand mixer and being like, well, I'm just going to get my blender. And then someone was like, you're what? Now? No, it wasn't. It, it didn't happen that way. Oh. I, I, so I have memories as a kid where my mom would be cooking something. And and I'm sure everybody has somebody they know that similarly this experience applies to. You walk in to the room where they're doing stuff just to conversate. And then all of a sudden they start throwing out tasks. Oh, yeah. you know, take the trash out. Get me the blender. I'm going to start doing that. Okay. Well, okay. Just don't do it to me because I've got some PTSD around that okay. and it may not turn out as, as cool as you thought it would. Okay. Um, and I learned through like contextual application what she meant when she said, get me the blender. If she was mixing up a, something in a bowl, I knew it was a hand mixer, although that was still a blender to me. If it was a liquid thing that was going on, well, honestly, she never asked for that because she was starting with ice and berries or fruits or something in it already, and I never had to get it because it was the mixing bowl, effectively. I don't recall at what stage, maybe it was in Marriage to You where I said some, I referenced the blender and you were like, are you a giant idiot jackass? You get very ugly off mic with me, and I don't appreciate that, just for the record. I mean, to be fair in my defense, I only get that ugly when people misuse words. Well, or blenders, whichever kind it is you have in your hand or cabinet. Yeah, in the English language in general. I'm a staunch defender. You say that, and then you regularly leave the L-Y off of adverbs. I would never. How very daring. Oh, is lightning going to strike down from the heavens? Mm-hmm. You liar. No. Yeah. I never knew that. What? I never leave an L-Y off an adverb. I thought you said I never knew that. Did you Freudian slip? No, I, I, I never, never knew I did that. I never do that. <laughs> All right. I think we need to add, answer the burning question. Okay. The burning man question. Are we going to burning man? N- no. Okay. I'm too old for that. Is it? Are we too old? I'm too old. You're not. I'm way too old for that. Okay. Uh, Will you watch the Barbie movie? No. Okay. That was pretty We're just going to leave it there? Would you – I think – I don't think anybody feels surprised, but do you want to explain your reason? Okay. Why? Well, there's there's a a few reasons. The easy one is – Go no, go ahead. You wanted to answer my, the question you asked me. Feel feel free. Go right ahead. Sometimes it's just. Hey, wait. Where's your purse so you can put my balls back in it? What's the first reason why? I hate movie theaters. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. And it's not that I hate the theater itself. I hate the experience with humanity in a movie theater. Yeah. The last time we went, which was close to a year and a half ago now, you and I together. Yeah. There was a family in front of us, and I'm fine with that. I'm not against families. I have one. I'm part of one. They brought a uh, – for the movie we were watching, they brought a child that was way inappropriately too young to be in this style of movie who had no interest in the movie. And that child 
watch that full volume YouTube videos on a iPad, fell asleep, woke up pissed off that they were still in the movie, hollering and yelling and all kinds of things. And then the, the, it was the parent. I wouldn't pissed at the kid. Kids are going to be kids. The parent didn't do anything. They were just like, ah, you know, no, don't ruin the movie for everyone else. <laughs> but you are. It, I was just, I wanted to choke that parent because they, they needed, they apparently were more of a child than the child yeah. and they needed someone to choke them. And I was upset about that, but that's the normal experience. And so, no, I hate theaters and, and, for that reason alone, in the current moment, I can't watch Barbie. Now, the other facet, which is entirely different. When you came back from having watched that movie, you were very moved. Yeah. It was a was. tremendously impactful movie for you. Yeah. And we talked at great length through the why and the how and all of that. Yeah. And I I appreciated it. I liked it. I support it. And so I'm not a I'm not anti Barbie. But at this point, after now having you experience it in the way that you did and relay that to me, now it's like, well, I dare not go watch this. Yeah. Because if I don't see it in that way, sure. then I'm a giant idiot. Or I have to discredit how it impacted you, and neither one of those are things that I'm willing to face. Yeah. Okay. They, each one may be true. They may both be true. It could all be true. But it's just like, no, I choose to live in the pleasantness of the fact that it changed you. Thank you. It was valuable to you. You you described it and, and stated it quite well, and I'm that's good enough for me. Oh, that's so nice and sweet. See, I may be a jackass, but I'm a loving jackass. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. That's good. That's good. Okay, was that the end of our Q&A? Um, that's all that was there. What else do you have on the week? What's going on in your life? Well, right now it's all geared toward the prepping of the back to school. I just you paused there the prepping of the back and I was like what the hell yes. is going on in Oklahoma right now I'm prepping, I'm prepping my back to be descaled so it can stop itching every day of my life well you got to put that warehouse club Zyrtec knockoff into a into a blender a hand mixer blender and powderize it and then infuse it with baby oil and rub it all over else i just that it just occurred that was a to great me. idea that was good except except for the fact that it involves the warehouse zyrtec maybe it's better on the skin than it is as a suppository well i don't think so and i well just keep putting it up that, there then <laughs> now when you said that something else occurred to me i've been taking again brand name zyrtec for like at least a month now Switched over to the warehouse brand. Maybe it's the heroin that the brand name versions infuse into their Maybe drugs. Maybe it is because just in the past few days, my back has started itching all the time again. And I didn't even make the connection. I was like, my back had stopped itching. Why is this happening again? I think that this – Get that itch. I think that the warehouse brand is just faulty all the way around for me. For me. Maybe your mileage well, Maybe – the brand name version, the designer version is so chock full of other things they're not advertising that you built up a little bit of a dependency. Maybe I did. 
Maybe I did, and I don't Maybe care. the warehouse knockoff brand is here to be like, hey – did you want a did you want a band-aid or a full body cast? What we just got the band-aid. Um, I'm going full body cast. I'm gonna go get the regular. Why would you do that? Because I need that Zyrtec in my life. Maybe, let's let's get you into detox. I don't want to detox. I think you need a detox. This is, this is an intervention. <laughs> okay. It's an awesome intervention. <laughs> I'm going to make you an all natural echinacea throat coat tea. And it will solve all your problems. Maybe it will. Put some honey in it? Yes. It helps to coat the throat. Okay. Do you want me to rub honey on your back? No. I don't want that. Are you sure? I'm positive. I think I could do it. Um, To get back to what we were saying, though, prepping all things back to school, Nico starts real school, big kid, pre-K. Well, pre-K. The, it's almost real school. The free kind. <laughs> That's the best kind. <laughs> On Thursday, so we're getting him ready to launch into that. We're yeah, that means we're rubbing Zyrtec and honey all over him. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, that's the main thing. Uh, just like everything is kind of geared towards the August events right now. Hey, speaking mm-hmm. of August events, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. somebody has a birthday coming up. Well, your sister does. Yes, and also somebody else. Some bunny? Yeah, a week from today. A week from today. What is today? I don't know the date. Today's the 6th. The 6th? What's 6 plus 7? 13? Yeah. 12. 13. 11? 5. 13. 7 minus 6 is 1. Lucky number 13. Okay. I don't, I reject my birthday this year. Okay. You just want to pass on it? Now listen, any of you awesomes who have already been like, but I already bought your present and it's – I was. I just dropped it off at the mail yesterday, or I will tomorrow. That's fine. Go ahead, and I won't reject that. I'll appreciate it. <laughs> but I, I'm done with birthday for me. Okay. So, do you want to like hold your age in place, or no? Just, like, I, it's not a. It's not a vanity thing around age. Okay. I just think it. I think it's a lot of build up for not much satisfaction. Oh. Okay. For me. All right. At the end of the day, what's changed? Oh, you're an older bastard than you were yesterday. Congratulations, you slappy. Okay. It's a little bit of an anti-awesome view on it, but okay. I don't know. It'll be awesome. Or do, you call, awesome do you call awesome just I feel good all the time? No. No. Then how's that anti-awesome? Um, I suppose you don't always have to feel good about your birthday, but there are people in your life who would like to celebrate you. Well, just one, and that's mainly because she'd rather celebrate me than love me authentically in the moment. Oh, shit, the show's going dark. It's your wing four coming out. Oh, good. You know what I was looking forward to is somebody putting me in a behavioral box. Woo, we got there. That's what I'm going to do for your birthday. I'm going to sit you down. (laughs) You're going to go get a box. You're going to steal it from the back of a grocery store. Yes. And I'm going to write everything about every type that you have mm -hmm. onto the box. And And then make me sleep in it and live there. You can come out and shower and eat when you agree. (laughs) (laughs) That's the best idea ever. And I'm so mad at myself I didn't think of it. It feels accurate. Okay, I have one more thing I do need to say. Say it. Don't spray it. 
I am of an age where I need to have readers. What is that age? What is that? Let's get real. Let's get, let's get past all the BS. What is that age? By number or like. However it is you, you quantify, qualify. At some point in my mid forties, I stopped being able to read small print and I started needing reading glasses all the time. Is that the commonality of the age or is that just your experience? I think it's pretty common to the age. Okay. My understanding of it. All right. Everybody either in, near, or after your mid-40s. Just recognize the funk. It's not funky. Well, oh. Hey, look. It can be funky because here's what I want to talk about. Yeah, I don't like those. Okay. Why? That well, was tell every, Tell everybody what it what it is. Let's catch everybody up in our current on-air argument. I didn't even know we we're having an argument until well, just now. You're responding as though it's an argument. I just, I just want everybody to know what we're talking about. Okay. Well, now it's sort of deflated my enthusiasm for it. But on Amazon, don't, don't get your reading glasses at CVS or the Warehouse Club or Target because they're wildly overpriced. You can go on Amazon and get like a. I got the, a six pack of. You're supporting communist China. No, I'm not. I got a six pack. You bought them from Bangladesh. Let me keep going. For $12. That's $2 a pair. $2. Nobody suffered in a sweatshop for these. No. And they're really cute. And there is a variety of different. There was some that were just plain black. I Mm -hmm. think there's a a clear pair, a pair that's black, and different um, shadings of tortoiseshell. These are like the blue gray tortoiseshell. Read, reading glasses. Yeah. That's what we're and talking reading about. Reading glasses. And then I can just keep them all over the house or in my hair like this. Uh huh. And I always have glasses with me. Okay. It's revolutionary. Just to have a lot of them. Uh, that's the part I like the most is that I always just have some I can reach for because okay. I can't. I'm not against that. Read small print. I can't read at all without them. I only listen to reading. I often go to the local library for reading time. Okay. I've requested that they read something more mature than the Berenstein Bears, but you take what you can get. You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the facts of life. Why do you not like these? um, To me, don't be offended. I'm already offended. Why do you not like them? I'm an honest person. Yeah. Even when it isn't what you want to hear, I'm an honest person. To me, of all the glasses that I've seen you wear, those frames are the least flattering on you. Is it the shape you don't like? It's primarily the shape. Okay. You know what gets me, Randy, is those old school horn rim, the yeah. pointy edges. You're kind of like the sexy librarian. And then I'm like, hey, what are you doing later? Mm-hmm. Um, I like those. And these these look more like you stole them from Malcolm X. They're not that at all. Look at it. No offense against Malcolm X. It's with the glasses that he wore. The what are the the military calls this type of frame the I can't remember. My teeth sucked. Um something about uh involuntary celibacy or something. I don't like the frame. And it's not the right frame for your face. What are you talking about? The incels wear these? That's not a military I, term either. I didn't say incels. If you, I'd meant incels, in, I would have said incels. Involuntary I know what that means. I know what that means. I get that. No. There, uh, somebody uh, – jeez, Awesome Angela probably knows this because she's lived a military life. There's a special term for the military issue eyeglasses okay. that's like, yes, there will be no – 
there will be no love in your life oh, if okay. you wear these. Well, we'll let Angela fill us in on that. I'm sure there's a military acronym. Somebody needs to come up with it because I need to I need to be reminded of this term and I don't have the time or interest to go look it up. Okay. Well, I, in the meantime, tomorrow, which is today as the people are listening, will put a picture into the group and let people decide. Let me add in. Let me add in about these specifically hideous glasses that are really – it's unfair because you're such a beautiful person and here you're like, well, you don't like me if I smear poo on my face. Not poo. Okay. It's, what it, it's what it feels like. You're like really challenging me. Also, these lenses, I don't think you've noticed this. They're yellow. Yeah, they have like a little blue light correction in them. Yeah, well, then it, it it's very strange. You have a, a natural, delightfully pink skin tone. Yeah. And so when you throw the yellow over there, it's like your whole eye pockets are green. Now you're just making fun of me because of my werewolfism. I'm not making fun of you. I can't help it that my eyes are yellow because I'm a werewolf. And it had nothing to do with werewolfism. It had to do with your Irish. Okay. Your Scottish background. All right. Now you're offended, and I mean, I'm going to have to pay the price off, Mike. I hope everybody's happy. You didn't have to say it out loud. <laughs> didn't I? No, you didn't. Didn't I? All right. I don't like those. I told you that earlier. I don't like them. No. Yes, I don't I like them. You look so much better in so many other things, and it it's like sad to me that you'd be like, yeah, but I want to I wanna wear these and look dumb. Okay. That's what you said. I didn't say that. I never said that, number one. One, you did. Number and two, two, you did. Number two being that I reserve the right to wear things that I like. You like to pause after you say I. Yeah. I, and you know what it makes me think every time? What? I hate the song. I hate everything about you. I hate the spring and sunny weather. No, rain and sunny weather. Oh, spring and summertime, too. All the things. Every time you do it and then you pause, I have to fight back singing. And I'm not a public singer. Maybe that's a good song for us to go out on. You just want to be done so you can beat the hell out of me off mic. And also so I can blow this my is, uh This is me signing off, getting ready for a, a big private ass beating. <laughs> private ass beating. Everyone, try to have an awesome today. Don't, don't mourn for me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't cry for me, Argentina. Especially there. All right. It's a happy place. Everyone should. Unlike have. here, <laughs> it's about to be very unhappy. Everyone should have what? I already said that. An awesome today. I'll not be directed by you. Good Would day. You? Good day. Please. I said good day. Bye. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.